Saving money on exterior wall lights. Now at Menards. Find your style with Patriot Lighting. Exterior lights enhance the look of your home. Choose from over 50 options from Patriot Lighting. Now through May 19th, get $10 instant savings on a single qualifying purchase of $100 or more on in-stock outdoor wall lights. Check out our entire selection of outdoor lights and see the rest of our deals happening now on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Star Wars 7 by 7 episode 1171. Today, I've got a few tidbits here and there for you. Some news items that aren't quite big enough for full episodes and they touch on everything from the original trilogy to the Han Solo movie and some news about Lucasfilm as well. Punch it, Chewy. Hi, this is Trisha Barr, author of Ultimate Star Wars and host of Fangirls Going Rogue, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod. And let's start with the controversial one, right? Because we've been talking about this particular subject all week long. So let's just get this one out of the way. So John Landis, who is a director that hasn't made anything you've heard of in the last, say, 30 years or so, right? So Animal House, Coming to America, directing the Thriller video. All right, 30 years is probably a rounded number. Maybe it's 28 or so. Anyway, he is promoting a 3D re-release of the Thriller video and a making of documentary. And he was interviewed by Collider. And in there, he had some commentary about Lucasfilm that was not very (laughs) pleasant or flattering, shall we say. Here's the gist. He was asked if he had anything that he was working on right now, like anything new. And Landis's answer was, I have many things that I'm working on. Whether or not they'll ever become real, I don't know. You know, Joe Dante and myself and a few other guys I know are in the same position. They're not hiring people who have opinions. They think he knows what he's doing. I'm not hiring him. Look at Star Wars. They keep firing guys. Phil Lord and Chris Miller, those guys are really talented. They're really funny and original guys. They shot 75% of the movie, and I gotta tell you, it doesn't speak well for the new Lucasfilm. How many directors have they fired? Four. How many writers? Twelve. And the Collider interviewer says it's worrying, and Landis says it's very worrying. Remember when George Lucas said that he felt like he sold his kids into white slavery? Well, and then there's an ellipsis here, and it's not followed up on by the interviewer. Now, that in itself caused people to wag their tongues tremendously, and it turned out that they had to do a second interview to help clarify his comments. Now, crazily, the read on it had been that somehow Landis was calling the directors of Star Wars movies slaves, and I didn't see that anywhere in the quote at all, quite honestly, and so that apparently was how a lot of people took it, and so they did the clarification thing, and he says, I'm not trashing Star Wars at all. I think what George created is remarkable. I think J.J. Abrams is terrific, and Ron Howard is terrific. I was bemoaning the fact that so many people have come and gone. It's clearly the new Lucasfilm, but I certainly wasn't criticizing the filmmakers or calling them slaves. Not at all. Collider's response, yeah, you're referring to a quote from George Lucas. And Landis says, yeah, it's unfortunate because I don't mind criticizing the new Lucasfilm, but I do mind people thinking that I was criticizing the filmmakers because I wasn't. So, you know what? Here's the thing. He was criticizing the filmmakers, okay? Because he said, oh, they have an opinion. I don't want to hire them. Well, do you think J.J. Abrams has opinions? Do you think Ron Howard has opinions? Do you think Ryan Johnson has opinions? Yes, I am sure that they all have opinions, and yet they are doing just fine with Lucasfilm. 
And honestly, I think this really says more about Landis than it does about anything happening at Lucasfilm. I actually met John Landis once upon a time. I was in a, a lecture workshop thing that he had done. And a friend of mine actually tried to, you know, say, hey, I have a screenplay. I would really like it if you could, you know, read and give me your opinion on it. And he said, whoa, I can't even touch it. Don't even put my fingers on it. Like, I don't even want it. Like, he just, like, put his arms out of the way, like, where they could be nowhere near the envelope that was being, like, shown to him. And, yeah, of course, that's sort of a business thing that he probably has to do for legal purposes or whatever. But... You know, the, the way that he approached it was less than welcoming and less than encouraging, shall we say. He was perfectly happy to be talking about how wonderful Hollywood was while he was actually, you know, on a stage, as it were. But, you know, when it came down to actually talking to somebody who was aspiring, he was less than welcoming in his own way. So, yeah, feh on that whole thing. Anyway... Another thing that I wanted to let you know about is that Paul Bettany is done with his reshoots on the Han Solo movie. Ron Howard tweeted another one with him looking to be in costume, and gosh darn it if it doesn't look vaguely like a Han Solo-ish kind of outfit, which makes you wonder if this is a Corellian thing at some point or what. We still don't know whether his role is in fact a replacement for the Michael K. Williams casting, but be that as it may, he was supposed to be there for reshoots, and if... You know, if Michael K. Williams was a significant part in the movie, then the reshoots would have had to be pretty significant for him as well. So, you know, I think we have some more stuff to learn about this. And hopefully this month, hopefully this month can be the month that we actually get a title for the Han Solo movie, especially if Ron Howard is busy sending actors away. First Donald Glover is done, now, uh, now Paul Bettany is done. Hopefully we're going to be getting something more conclusive about the movie in short order. And why, by the way, have we not yet seen a photo of Alden Ehrenreich as Han Solo? They're saving that one up for some big reveal for us, I think. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. One other thing I have to share with you, too, and it has to do with the 40th anniversary of Star Wars and one of the big celebratory things that is happening around it. I'll tell you about that after the break. Stay tuned. Hey Rebel Rouser, The Last Jedi is coming out in theaters in December, and so it's time for you to brush up on your knowledge of The Force Awakens. Luckily, I've got the thing for you. It's the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book. It's available on Amazon right now. Just go to sw7x7.com slash TFA to get right there. And inside you'll find more than 501 galaxy-spanning questions and answers about The Force Awakens. Again, it's the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book, sw7x7.com. Welcome back. So little by little, the folks at Lucasfilm and Del Rey have been releasing information about the book A Certain Point of View, which is a collection of 40 stories written by 40 authors in celebration of Star Wars' 40th anniversary. And all of the stories are basically telling the whole story of Star Wars, but from the point of view of an entirely different character. And so, so far, characters involved in this include Greedo, Biggs, uh, Baru, Aunt Baru, R5-D4. There's going to be a story from R5-D4's point of view. That's funny. Um, Garindin, that would be the Imperial spy that told the Stormtroopers where to find Han and Chewie and Luke and Obi-Wan and the droids. Uh, let's see. Other patrons of the bar. Boba Fett. Boba Fett is getting a story in here as well. Mon Mothma, Wedge Antilles. Uh, yeah, the list goes on and on. Tarkin, Fendigrin, uh, excuse me, God, 
Why can't I pronounce this? Figrin, Dan, and Dian in the modal nodes. Yeah, so the band at the cantina. It goes on. There's even a story from the Dianoga's perspective. Good grief. Well, that being said, all the stories here have been announced, or not all of them have been announced. Most of them have been, but the authors themselves come from a cross-section of novels and short stories and the comics as well. One notable one that was missing, I thought that pretty much every single novelist in the new Star Wars canon was represented here, but Kevin Hearn, who wrote Heir to the Jedi, is not here for some reason. I thought that was really interesting. And Gary Whitta, who of course wrote the first draft of Rogue One and is still writing for Star Wars Rebels, he's included here too. They also announced the audiobook cast as well, and it's not going to be, you know, 40 audiobook readers for 40 <laughs> for 40 different stories, but of all people, John Hamm is going to be voicing Boba Fett. Um, hmm, while I like John Hamm a lot, why isn't Tamura Morrison voicing Boba Fett, I wonder, in doing that story? That seems a strange one to me. They've also got Janina Gavankar, who's back from voicing or doing the audiobook version of Inferno Squad. They've got Neil Patrick Harris. They've also got uh, some familiar faces, including January Lavoie, Mark Thompson, Jonathan Davis. And they've also got Ashley Eckstein, who's the voice of Ahsoka Tano, doing one as well. So thank you very much for listening. And I hope you have a great rest of your weekend. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you fire at will, Commander, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And we'd be spectacularly grateful if you put a little something in the tip jar at Patreon.com SW7x7. It's not just fully armed and operational, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2017, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.